Hello and welcome everyone to Weekend Rental episode 37. We are everyone's favorite gaming and geek culture podcast. Um, as always, you can find everything we can rental at weekendpodcast.com. We're also on Twitter at Weekend Rental PC, and you can shoot us an email anytime. Weekendrentalpodcast at gmail.com. My name is Ryan, and I'm joined as always by Andy. Hey. And Nate. What's going on, guys? Fellas, we got an exciting Byron Burn. I always get uh I always get excited when we have the TurboGrafx-16, so let's get right into that. Um, So for anyone who's not familiar, By Rent Burn is a recurring opening segment of the podcast. We all pick a game for a given system. As you can imagine, the TurboGrafx-16 is up this time around, and uh, we'll play those games individually, and then at the end of discussing them, we'll pick which ones we would buy, rent, or burn individually. Um, So let's go through the list. Up this week, Andy has gone with Shockman. Nate has selected Deep Blue, and I've gone with Ordine. So let's go back up to the top. We're going to talk about Shockman, Andy's pick here. I'll read a brief description. Um, It's been two years since he defeated the evil army. As Shockman's cyborgs, uh, Arnold and Sonia, have returned peace to the city. Then one day, the scientist who transformed them um, sends a message. Come to my lab, and I will return you to your human bodies. Uh, elated, the two cyborgs hurry to the scientist's laboratory, but along the way they encounter mysterious, shape-changing enemies. Uh, they defeat the enemies and head for the scientist's laboratory, but they are already too late. The scientists have been captured by the evil Ryo Empire. Uh, you must save the scientist. Get ready for battle. Get ready for the battle of your life. Uh, basically, I could have just skipped that and said the plot of any Mega Man game ever. Uh, but there you go, Shockman. Yeah, it's an action platformer, basically. Heavily inspired by Mega Man. Yes. It is Mega Man. Pretty much. The blaster and everything. Yep. The opening is uncanny, though. It's almost Mega Man X, two years before that game came out. Kind of, yeah. The world is about to fall apart right there, and you're running, yeah. You end up in the lab, you end up with a guy who looks a lot like Dr. Wily, (laughs) (laughs) who's not, but similar. Yeah, I wish the bullets were as big. As you can Mega charge Man. it though. You can charge yeah. blast, so that's, that's very Mega Man esque. Yeah, that that's yeah, that's very true. Although in Mega Man, you have like the heartwarming story of a scientist creating a lovable humanized robot, where in this one, the guy this seems to be creepy. a bastard who turned a person into a cyborg and was like, "Hey, come help me out, and I'll turn you back to a person." Yeah. So, who's the bad guy here? It's like the opposite of Pinocchio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's i have to say though like it's hands and above better graphic wise than like nes Mega Man, but you can tell oh yeah yeah like the even just like the design and the style the style is very much Mega Man. like yeah everything has hard edges like squared edges to jump on and you know just like Mega Man, pretty much all the platforming in Mega Man is the same way yeah it's all duck shoot dodge repeat even yeah. the, I felt like even like the cityscape in the opening <clears throat> segment and the music leans pretty heavily into the whole formula. I mean, they yep. weren't, I mean, they even called it shock man. Like really, you're not, you're not even naming it that far off the material you're robbing. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, um, 
probably echo this quite a bit. It's Mega Man 100%. I'm not really sure what version I played because um, I might have gotten a Japanese version because it was all in Japanese. Mm-hmm. So yeah. not yeah. sure. Um, you probably got the piece. So there was a lot of text and everything. Yeah, I, I think that's probably what I got. Um, I mean, it played really nice and played very familiar. Sounded great. Um, looked. I think I agree. It probably looked better than Mega Man on the NES. Yeah. Well, and um, this came out in 1992. So put yourself back into 1992. Yeah, like the right. NES is dying. The Super Nintendo has just kind of come out. Like this would have been an impressive game. And then, really, if you think yep. about it, it probably came out in Japan a year or two prior to that. Yep. So. Yeah. I wonder then put if- it around Mega Man Five, ish. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere around there. Wonder if this is a sequel to another game because it starts off like you should know the people. You know what I mean? It does. Well, you read it as a sequel, though. Well, yeah, it, it almost sounds it like there's something, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know what game it would be. Huh. Yeah. I think where it really falls off for me is like the opening ten to fifteen minutes are great, and then instead of when you leave the lab, he's like, jump into my submarine. And then you jump into a submarine and you go into this like really subpar side scrolling shooter. And it was just like, and it's not awful. Like it plays fine, but it's like, couldn't I have just continued doing the platformer that I was really enjoying? Like, I know it was Turns a rip into off. Deep blue. Right. Well, let's not give it that. <laughs> let's not put it down a deep blue level. But <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it felt like they were really on to something and like, Obviously, playing it, you know what they're ripping off. But I was like, "This is an enjoyable copycat," and then they kind of ruined it. Second stage. Yeah. So there, there was a first one. There was. For uh, the Satellaview. Oh yes, the Satellaview that you all know and love. I think, or no, that's zero. Okay, let's see here. No, there was a there was an original for. Turbo Graphics. Okay. And then this is a sequel. Shockman is a sequel. To what was the first one called? Kaizu Chojin Shubinamam. So only PC Engine then. Yeah. And then there's and then there was a sequel. Then there was a third one for the Turbo CD that we didn't get Which either. Nobody can afford, right? Yeah. And then they made a uh zero, they called it, and that was for the Satellaview. <laughs> Boy, if you're really gonna lean into the uh Mega Man lore, attacking that zero. It's interesting though. It's the Teleview in the in the lineage. You don't well, I'm that sure they were like, too much. "Oh, the Turbo Graphics CD. That's too many people that own that. Let's find something that's a little bit more obscure." <laughs> All twenty Slightly of you obscure. can enjoy this uh, Teleview download <laughs> broadcast only from eight p.m. to ten p.m. Interesting. I I'm gonna go off on a tangent here, but I was just listening about. Uh, I was watching a video on how Taito almost launched a console that was basically a CD blueprint for the Satellaview. It was the same technology, but they scrapped it because they were working with like a cable company in Japan and they couldn't get adequate like bandwidth to like make it not horrendously long to wait for games like minutes upon minutes. Uh, But they basically said like the technology was lifted by Nintendo when they launched the Satellaview, which obviously they ran into the same issues several years down the road and so but i was just thinking like man like 
Taito with a console. That's cool. Back yeah, to Shock would, Man. That would be that would be pretty cool. Taito. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. This game is pretty interesting, but like you said, it's 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 nothing real special either. Not in the this f- was my first uh, Turbo Graphics experience, um, so I thought it was a pretty good one. I I didn't really have anything to compare it to, um, but it played really well. Like I mentioned earlier, that I just wasn't a big fan of how I was playing it. I'd love to play it on the original hardware. I probably would appreciate it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was pretty decent. So do you play all these on your keyboard? You don't have like a USB anything? No, I don't. I should probably get one. Yeah, you should just like run to Walmart and buy like whatever generic USB controller. It'll help a lot. They make uh, NES controllers that are USB. I actually do know that. Oh. Just didn't get it. Sorry. If you buy the PlayStation Classic, that's a USB. Okay, I'll go out and buy the PlayStation Classic right now. I need those controllers. Set, set the console on fire and then just play with these. Just, just keep the controllers. It's the All only right. good thing on that thing. Well, I don't even know it's that good. Yeah. Um, let's move on to Deep Blue here. So, you command an angel fish attack sub. Uh, your mission, rid the oceans of evil aliens in their undersea palace deep in the ocean's depths. On top of the water is calm, beautiful. But as you descend towards the palace, you won't believe your goggles. Uh, <laughs> scaled creatures snarl, swarms of mutant fish attack, power up, use the swirl cutter, energy fin full throttle, fire fire, be John Paul Jones or be Davy Jones, fire. How many people... <laughs> Knew who John Paul? I had to Google John Paul Jones. I was like, was he in the Beatles? I don't, I don't, I don't remember him. He was apparently a very famous naval commander back in some year. Some year. Deep blue. Deep blue. It's definitely uh, a shooter. It's that. Um, a horizontal shooter, I guess. Like Schoon. So I have a thing for aquatic shoot 'em ups, right? <laughs> you do. It's um, it visually looks pretty nice. Uh, I was impressed with that, but it it's pretty awful. It's very awful, actually. It's real not good. It's a uh, it, it's, it's real like not good. it's like a visual tech demo. I feel for the Turbo Graphics, like your ship in particular looks really good. The amount of sprites on screen without slowdown shows the system's like ability to handle that, but it is just not a fun shooter. No, really, unless you're you really take a lot of fish. hits though. Yes, like thirty five probably. I and there's no, there wasn't a um, health bar or anything. No, so I, your eyeball is the health was... bar. It changes color. Oh, your ship's eyeball, which probably isn't an eyeball. It's probably just a window. I don't know. It's a robot. Some right? guy. F- Turning a light on and yeah, off. Yeah, in the robot. <laughs> he's got a flashlight in there. He's gonna let you know what's up. When he, <laughs> he's like, "We're red now. We're red." red alert. When we get to red, it's not good. Yeah, it's it's definitely not memorable game at all. Um, yeah, and it's kind of like another one of those shooters where like it really um, screws the pooch on enemy patterns. Yes, in yep. the sense that there aren't any set ones, and they throw so much at you, you can't avoid getting hit. 
Yeah, there's a yep. few that you just can't escape from. It's yeah, like those they little just drop down thing. from the top. Yeah. Yes, those are the worst. Yep. Yeah, and those little things that just follow you the whole time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the music is adequate, but again, not a reason to. I mean, it's there. It kind of fits the feel of the game, I guess. But I went from I Shockman to this game. So Shockman <laughs> had a little bit better music. A little bit, a little <laughs> and, bit. And then I was like, "What is this?" And yeah, then my my love for the Turbo Graphics started declining very quickly. Mm, we're gonna have to after rectify playing that. this game. I need something better to play. Yes. Did you see who the developer is? No. no. The name of the developer is Pack In Video. Oh my god. <laughs> that's a <laughs> sounds that's about a, right. That's a winner. Uh we just that make pack in games. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a reason you don't hear a lot about this game on the triple graphics. It's it's a horrible shooter on a system full of excellent shooters. It may be not horrible, it's just a very not great shooter. We'll put it that. I picked it just off the title. I I really didn't know what I was expecting. If it was going to be a fishing game, if it was going to be some kind of underwater game, I had no idea. It's a very Justin move of you. You'd be proud. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Justin, if you're listening, this one one goes out to you. (laughs) Let's pour one out for Justin. (laughs) My favorite favorite part is like when you die. The screen comes up and it just says Finn. Like it's some artistic piece. (laughs) (laughs) That's so true. I didn't even think about that. (laughs) Well, I I thought it was Japanese for like, well, at first I was like, it's Finn. Does that mean something in Japanese? Does it mean end? I don't know what's going on. Because I played Shockman in Japanese. So there's probably like some guy in Chicago developing that. He's like, oh, it means and and it's a fish game, so it's like a part of the fish. <laughs> this is the best joke. Can I get a raise? Uh <laughs> oh, Deep Blue. That's a game. It's a game. Alright, so let's talk about my pick, which I had thought was not a great shooter on the triple graphics until this episode. Um Ordine. So the evil um Kubota is kidnapped Dr. Tamara's fiance, Kana, and taken the colossal nuclear reactor, Ordine. Um, in order to reclaim them, the doctor and his assistant, Felix, must take their battleship and head off in pursuit. Avoid enemies, advance through seven different levels and take place that take place on air, land and sea, collect crystals from defeated enemies and use them to buy items or upgrades for your ship at the Space Inn. Uh, do you have what it takes to defeat the boss at the end of each level and ultimately reach Kubota in the final stage. Uh, so this game, again, we're talking about like maybe not a, the greatest shooter on a system full of great shooters. Um, <clears throat> I would say this falls kind of in that uh, cute em up category that people like to use a lot. Like it's a very colorful pixel art type looking game, kind of in the va- vein of like fantasy zone or something like that. Um, yeah. It's got a really good two-player mode, not that we experienced that here. Um, The power-up system, as far as the ins that they mentioned, are cool, but as soon as you get hit, you immediately lose anything you purchased. Um, And to me, this game commits one of the biggest sins that you can do in any sort of scrolling shooter. 
in that there are edges to the game that enemies are coming in on beyond your view. Uh, so you can scroll up, you can scroll down a little bit, mm-hmm. which is manageable, but it's very frustrating. And actually, after I played this, I went to Blazing Lasers because every term, time I turn on my um, TurboGrafx-16, I immediately sit down and play that for like an hour and a half. Uh, and that does that too, but not as frustratingly as Ordine does. Um, overall, as a package, I think it's like an adequate game. It's not my favorite shooter, but I feel like of the three that we played here, like it maybe is the most fully realized game i don't know yeah i think so now that you say fantasy zone there's a lot of uh similarities to that too the like yeah. upgrade system like going into a shop and buying upgrades yep for your ship didn't think about that but even then like like you said you got a hit you lose it right away but even if you don't it wears off it just it's yes just like it's just gone it's like true. that is super annoying. The initial weapon that you get drove me nuts. Like this green blob just kind of arcs out. <laughs> I don't know. It was. You know, there's two awful. weapons, right? No. The green blob is the one that shoots down, and then there's this. That's your secondary fire, and then your primary fire shoots forward. I'm pissed. <laughs> I was like, all I, I must have <laughs> missed a key. I'm like, I'm just shooting everything with this green blob uh, and it sucked. Uh, yeah. It's like a Gradius situation where you have like a down fire plus your forward fire. Yeah. I was sorry. just spooching over enemies. They call that the impotent run. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Spooching over enemies. Uh, I love it. That that would be incredibly frustrating. Yeah, if you had to play like Very that. Yeah. Yeah. How far did you so get with the go, secondary weapon then? Um, actually, further than I probably should. How did you have. beat the boss at the end? Because you have like that little window that hit like the center. Right. No, that's where I got, and I was like, okay. I don't know how to. Yeah. Like, yeah. how am I going to beat this guy? So I tried to go above them, <laughs> and I was like, I can't. Drop it into the slot. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. It's kind of impressive that you made it that far. Yeah. So props to you. Yeah. And then I'd go in the shop and I didn't have any money to buy anything. And <laughs> I, I was like, it. where are these, where are these up- upgrades? <sighs> oh, man, I'm such a loser. <laughs> it happens. Like you said, if you were playing the original hardware, that's easier to figure out <laughs> than, you know. I didn't know how many buttons the TurboGrafx controller <laughs> yeah. even had. It's basically the NES, except both A and B have uh, turbo, like the turbo toggles. Turbo graphics, you know. Don't worry, listeners. I do like video games. I do play them. It's not the turbo graphics. We're breaking it in slowly. Slowly. One splooge yeah. at a time. Yeah, he only gets one weapon. <laughs> Yes. It was awful. So maybe I would have liked the game a little bit more because I like shooters. Oh, yeah. You would like it. It's as long as the weapons are. Yeah. Again, it's like more directional. It's not a great shooter for the turbo graphics, but it's competent enough. And actually, I really like playing this one two player. Like, I think it's there's not a lot going on. So it's a lot more manageable to play co-op. So, yeah, it's got that going for it. It's a pretty uh, easygoing one. 
for sure. I just like my biggest memory with Ordine is I distinctly remember buying it off of Andy for $45. And then like nine months later at MGC, he bought a complete copy for 35. And I was like, damn it. <laughs> Cause all I got was the Hugh card. <laughs> so it will forever sit in my like pile of shame for my, my triple. It's probably gone down in price too. <laughs> probably people are like, this is not a great game. Let's. Should have asked for a refund or a price match. I should have. Gosh, this guy rips you off. Andy's always price gouging. Gotta watch him. Oh, the cheapest one on Amazon right now is $89. So Loose? Yep. Oh, okay. Or no, it comes. Oh, maybe not. That's complete, too. Never mind. Still, (laughs) half of that, I'm doing okay. Yeah. I don't think Turbo Graphics goes down in price, that's for sure. Probably not. Actually, when we went to MGC, that was the first time I ever saw a TurboGrafx-16 game. I've never seen one in the wild, never seen one anywhere. In four years of MGC and two years of Portland, that was the most TurboGrafx I've ever seen in my entire... Mm -hmm. Combined every show I've ever been to. I don't know what the deal was with 2017 or 2018, I guess, but that was the year of the Turbo... It was insane. Oh, the prices and you were horrendous. Found some in the wild, right? I have right? well, some is an exaggeration. I found um, a complete turbo or like TV sports hockey at like a Salvation Army in Grand Forks, but still, I was like, "Holy crap! What the hell's this?" Yeah. And then I like spent an hour going through like every corner of that store, hoping to find more. But Andy's probably found a lot more in the wild than I have. Not really. No, I, I don't think I've found any of them in the wild ever. Even like when you go to game stores, like you could spend all day yeah, going to game them. stores and they they don't have any either. It's like, wow. No. <clears throat> and I think like that's largely attributed to like when that system came out, they really targeted major metropolitan areas. Yeah. And like we live dead center in the Midwest, like Minneapolis is quite a ways away. And like, I don't even think they were pushing Minneapolis too hard. Like it was mostly coastal. Yeah. So yeah, there's probably nothing up here. It was not a system I knew existed until I started reading like video game history blogs in college in like 2001. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. So I guess we should probably give our verdicts on uh, these wonderful games. Andy, do you want to kick us off? Yeah. Uh, for my buy, I'm going to do Shockman because I think it's a pretty good Mega Man ripoff overall. Uh, it's very colorful. It's very, I don't know. It looks very good. I really like yes. it. Um, it's right on par with, I would say, the Mega Man X series. And for being before the Super Nintendo, that's pretty damn good. <laughs> uh, my rent is going to be Ordine because it's, I don't know, it's a serviceable shooter. And I kind of like it just because it's uh, one that you can just pop in and play. You don't have to get super serious about it. Um, easy enough, anyway. And uh, I like the the style of instead of just getting pickups like Deep Blue does and a lot of other shooters from, you know, getting a whole pattern and then getting a pickup. I, I kind of like the getting the money and then choosing your pick, you know, what you want yeah. with the money shop. I just wish it lasted longer or, you know, you actually kept it that upgrade. Um, And then my burn is going to be Deep Blue because... Oh, that was just as a game that was a bad shooter. It's just, (laughs) 
when you're like trying to get away from things and the, the, the patterns just, it's like they didn't, they just programmed a pattern and they just left it in there and they didn't think about like how that re- would relate to you, the player moving around, you know? Right. It was like you were playing in a screensaver. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Yes. That is <laughs> it, well said. It's like flying toasters under the water, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, pretty much. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So if you want to like shoot fish, play Darius. There you go. Neat, how about you? Yeah, uh, I'm pretty similar to Andy here. I'm going to buy Mega Man 5. Um, no, Shockman. It, it is Mega Man. I love Mega Man. So any type of game like that, I got to get. Um, it looks good. Played pretty good. And uh, I'm going to rent Ordine now that I know that there's other weapons that you can use. <laughs> and Key it'll feature. make the game a little bit better for me. And uh, I'd like to play it on the original hardware sometime. So I think that'd be a really fun game. I got a couch uh, over here that uh, has the seed for you. So, well, or a lap. Either way, I choose lap. All right. Especially after that spooky <laughs> game. <laughs> and then my burn, which this just kills me because I can't get a winner here, is Deep Blue because it was awful. Such a terrible game. Now that Andy said screensaver, yes, I felt like I was playing a screensaver. <laughs> yes. Yep. So my picks, I'm I'm burning deep poo. Um I think <laughs> I think my pick, uh I'm actually gonna buy Ordine. Um and I actually like I said, it's not my favorite shooter, but I feel like it was a more complete package. Um, and I'm going to run Shockman, not that it's a bad game, but like that second level with the shooter yeah. section it's not really good. just kind of, it turned me off because I was like so into what I was playing. Then I immediately hit that and it was just really frustrating because it's not done as well, right? Like they didn't put as much effort into the shooter section as the actual base gameplay. So that's a bummer. Although I'm sure it would be really enjoyable after I got past that because I can't imagine that happens all throughout the game. Um, I can't save with certainty though um but they're both really good like ordine and Shockman. like if you are a turbo graphics person check them out but i would buy ordine over that just because it's more cohesive yeah but Shockman is a really good mega man ripoff it even has the thing where you have to take hits to put lay on more hits on the enemy which is a very mega man thing too you know mm-hmm and like you immediately get to like those like fire laser things like it's it's right in there like it I will say it's like incredibly generous though with like the amount of damage you take in like the platforming modes yeah uh, where it's like the very like handholdy Mega Man um, except when you get to the shooter part and then like anything you touch just wipes you out <laughs> it's weird but yeah I don't know another Byron burn in the books next time we'll have to get Nate into some good turbo graphics. All right, so moving on from Byron Burn, let's get into 
the meat of the podcast. And Andy has uh, just informed us of an amazing opportunity to purchase a wonderful Nintendo collection. Get your wallets ready. Yeah. So an interesting post on Atari Age today. Uh, Dream TR is Jason Wilson. He's kind of a mega collector. If you've been on Atari Age, you probably know if he's been around. He's got a lot of stuff, and he put up a post today that says for offer his complete collection of NES or Nintendo stuff from NES all the way up to 3DS. He says it's about 8,000 games. That's incredible. (laughs) It's a lot of games. So that's a lot. Like, what's realistic here? Like, how is there somebody out there that's going to do that? I mean, the- well, first question is, is there free shipping? <laughs> You'd hope so. I would probably fly there. I mean, if, I, if I'm dumping six figures into this beast, I expect some free shipping. Yeah. That might be expensive, though, because it could be like an oil baron, like you said. Yeah. That's just a whole it. lot of trash, though. Think about like the DS and the Wii alone. That's like yeah. 80% shit. Like, do you really want to pay for that? <laughs> No. And that's the thing, like he's not gonna get his money back, and that stuff adds up. Like if you're buying that stuff even at two bucks a pop, nobody's gonna pay you two dollars a pop for that stuff, you know? When you're buying the whole collection, you're just buying the, you know, more expensive ones. And you throw in that the filler in for free. So like there's a lot in there that I think would probably his price is probably not in line with what people would pay. But people are crazy when it's like well, here's your opportunity to, you know, to just own it all. To have a complete, yep. Wow. I think some appraisers say if you have a complete collection, it's way more valuable because you've done all the work. So. And that's what this. But I just, I can't picture. That's what this guy's saying. Buying. Yeah. But that goes against everybody's collector's mentality. Like we've all bought games and it's like, well, you buy them in a lot to get a cheaper price right so right right having all of them at once doesn't increase the price that's very true andy you were mentioning that his his whole thought process with collecting was to get to this point where he'd just have it all and then sell it right yeah i think he wanted to do it as an experiment Almost. He, I can't, he wants to know I can't what it's imagine worth. putting the time in. Yeah. No. I couldn't put the time in and to get that invested, hunt for everything, and then instantly just be like, Yep, yeah, okay, it can go now. It's gone. Um that's just odd to me. Just an odd mentality. Unless you start over, but like what's the point? <laughs> right. It's going to be more expensive. Yeah. Depending, did it say when he started? I don't know, but he's been he's been collecting for a long time, I think. Long time. So, yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Hmm. He's probably he's probably got the biggest collection, like complete. Like he's got a complete collection of almost everything. I wonder how he's acquiring everything. If it's just flea markets, lots or he's just been doing it long enough where he was buying things up in the 90s. Right. 
I'm, I'm sure he's, you know, you almost get enough connections and you have other people looking out for what you need at some point too, because even some of this stuff is like hard to get, even if you're just spending everything you can on eBay, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Sometimes it's just hard to find. <clears throat> yeah. If you're waiting too long to get it, like after, you know, the rock bottom prices, like, yeah, boy, there's no way you're recouping that cost. Yeah. I mean, I should mention these are complete in box, everything too. So oh, everything is okay. Yeah. That's a little bit nuts. That should probably just be donated to like a history museum or at least parts <laughs> of it. But who, who am I to say? Yeah. So what are your thoughts? Like, what do you think this would go for? Oh, by the way, he is a, I don't know, his badge. I guess I, don't, I didn't know this. He was a 1990 world champion uh, contestant. Oh, <laughs> Oh, so he's got the card. Nice. Honestly, I don't think we're going to get a price on something like this because I think like the dollar amount would be so high that I don't think this will probably. I can't imagine this would be disclosed like in a public auction type setting. I think it'll probably be behind closed doors like somebody gets a deal and scoops it up because, I mean, this is like the top, what, 1% of collectors like can afford something like this. Probably less than that. 0.2% yeah. point. Yeah. Well, it's not even a collector at this point, right? It's somebody who just want it right once like you're not even yeah you're not even instant collection yeah pretty much it's i it's easy six figures in my head i think so just for the work that was done and and he has that same mentality i've put the work in i've done everything uh everything is complete in box eight thousand games probably two hundred and fifty thousand free shipping I mean, stadium events alone is what? What was the last complete in box? 11,000? Yeah. Oh, no. Complete in box. Was was the last one. Yeah. Yeah, loose card is 11,000. Yeah. That's insane. And then all the Super Nintendo complete in box, like that's. Those hundreds rack up pretty quick. (laughs) Yeah. But there again, though, like. Not that it's not going to go for an insane amount. It will if it sells, but it's not going to go for like retail price. Like that's not that you don't buy this much stuff in bulk and pay. I mean, he's going to have to be realistic about it. If he wants to let it go in in one group, like it's not going to be the sticker price. It's going to be like 40% off sticker price. Yeah, pretty much. I, I want to say he was looking for like above price chart. Yeah. And that's not, that's absolutely not going to happen. No, but you never know. Like you said, if you find you find the people that just want it, you know, it's like a piece of art, you know, you know, all those people that get in art for the wrong reasons, kind of. Here's kind of what I want to see happen. Not that I want it to happen. I hope somebody buys it. And then just like stacks it on like a giant airstrip and just lights it on fire. The guy who just all of it, just you're sick, burns it, all of it gone. Just like to show I have this much money. Fuck you, gamers. I'm rich. I burn all this shit. And all of us nerds are around there just bawling our eyes out. <laughs> yeah. Be like the most think how many Except for think Ryan. of how many YouTube Ryan's clicks that will get. Think about how many clicks. Yeah. 
I burned the Maybe biggest Nintendo, most biggest, completest <laughs> Nintendo collection ever. It's going to be like uh, biggest YouTuber, like PewDiePie or something like that, that buys it all up. I'm like, all right, I threw a million dollars at this. Time to light yeah. it on fire. <laughs> I can actually see him Here's doing Here's my reaction video. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone just, oh my gosh. As he lights a cigar off the flames. A Cuban cigar. <laughs> With a private jet in the background, so. Um, I guess there was like the news update that's worth mentioning on the loot box situation. Uh, the loot box stuff in gaming has been in question for a while, but now Congress and uh, everybody's officially getting involved. They're going to be reviewing loot crates as a form of gambling and <clears throat> potentially cracking down, which I I don't have a problem with. I think like that makes sense but then it also <clears throat> something dawned on me in reading that news story and then two days ago walking through target and realizing that like every child's toy is a blind bag yeah so if we cut out the ver- digital version of a blind bag are we really cutting that problem off completely i think it's just getting worse as I uploaded a blind bag video with my kids two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was going to say, YouTube is the problem with those blind bag things, right? Like, Right. That's that's the issue with that. The whole marketing. I have never gotten into that. It just doesn't make sense to me. I like a person that I like to see what I get. I don't like the mystery. I don't just do do blind bags with clear packaging. That's not blind. That's <laughs> that's visible bags. <laughs> visible boxes, not loot boxes. <laughs> visible boxes. What if they sell you hey, like there's... eyeglasses that you can see through the blind bags Ooh. for like an extra? They, s- oh. they sell you those in blind bags though, so there's like a one in one thousand <laughs> chance of winning. <laughs> I don't know, like. Uh, uh, I'm kind of like over loot boxes and like loot crates in games, but as long as they're only cosmetic, like, are you really harming anything? And most young adults shouldn't have access to the form of payment method. I mean, I I guess that's not true. Debit cards and stuff you can acquire earlier and earlier these days, but I don't know. I think there's a lot more like concerning topics in this country than or alarming topics than are kids spending too much money on fake digital boxes. Yeah. And how much of it comes down to like, well, I don't like it. So I'm going to call it gambling. Right. You know what I mean? Like I, and I don't, yeah. And they're not like totally wrong in calling it gambling, but like, it's not to me that extreme. No, it might fire off the same, a few of the same receptors or something like that. But I, yeah. Right. I just feel like most of the outrage is based on, a, oh, we have something to rally around that we could say is wrong just because right. we don't like it, you know? Yeah. And to me, like gambling implies that like you have like a very small chance of winning anything. Whereas with a loot box, you were purchasing something. I yeah. am getting something every time. It may not be like the premium thing that I wanted, but yep. I don't know. So is Belgium the only country that has deemed it illegal? Well, they do it. It's just that all the loot boxes and games in Belgium uh, only produce waffles of varying styles and colors. So. Mm. Sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. Loot box dinners. Yes. 
That's a good point, though. You're right. Like a couple country in uh, Belgium. Like I think there's been a couple countries actually in Europe really? that have. I think they just don't it. sell there. Yeah. Which that as a developer, like if you're putting out like a global product and like having to parse that out, like based on like region, mm-hmm. that's got to be kind of a nightmare. I'm sure. Yeah. I know a lot Ooh. of places like I think even Apple now you have to put the odds of what you have like that's. Oh, sure. That makes sense. But so then to me, like thing. if you're putting odds that you're almost making it more gambling, right? Are you not? Kind of. Yeah. It's kind of like putting how many calories and fat to have on the back of a Snickers bar. It's like, yeah, I might have a heart attack, but now I know just how much more. Like, <laughs> you probably fit three, four more of these in before these frozen Swiss rolls, before they push me over. You notice how it always comes back to little Debbie. Always little Debbie. She's my lady. I'm going to write our senators. I want them to investigate <laughs> Swiss rolls boxes. Don't do it. Gambling. As soon as they start regulating little Debbie, I will not They're be gambling happy. with my health. <laughs> I Next thing you know, anytime. they'll be checking your cholesterol and your blood pressure. What's this country coming to? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Some about pre-diabetes. I have no idea what's going on. I thought this was America. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It, it, interesting news, nonetheless. Um, it seemed like the rest of the world picked up on it faster than we did, which... I guess the rest of the world tends to pick up on a lot of common sense things faster than the U.S. does. So. Yeah. I don't think we need to regulate too much. The more we get the government involved, the <laughs> more messy it gets. Yeah. Don't worry, Trump's I mean, got us. Isn't that Chicago where they have a tax now on PSN or something like that? Oh, yeah. I'm really? sure. Yep. Huh. They call it, uh, there's some sort of entertainment tax or something on it, so... I'm sure. Damn it. All right. Well, I'd love to ramble on more about other topics, but we actually pulled off an interview. Um, Nate, Andy, and I sat down with a fellow collector and YouTuber here in our area, Adrian, not another game collector. And um, we had a little discussion with him about his channel, gaming, and uh, just kind of went in all sorts of directions that uh, I guess are pretty indicative of this podcast. So, we're going to splice that in now. Um, go ahead and check out Adrian on uh, his points of social media, YouTube, Twitter. Um, you'll hear that in the upcoming segment. And uh, we hope you enjoy. All right. So today we're sitting down. We've got a special guest, another local uh, YouTuber and retro gamer. Adrian, not another game collector uh, on social media. How are you doing? Oh, not doing too bad. This is definitely something different for me. <laughs> um, you know, I've never actually been on someone else's podcast or anything before. Um, well, it's not too intimidating because we're no. barely a podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was talking to some of my friends about being nervous. I said, yeah, I am i don't know if I'm going to be able to talk and normally I can't stop talking. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, we've already warmed up with like 30 minutes oh, of discussion, yeah, so helped. we're off to a roll. That made it, it, made it a little easier. Instead of walking in and just being like, hit record and go. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way I like to do it. Yeah, just, just surprise everybody. Just hit record and do it. Cut a record and go. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> um, I guess uh, as far as like what I do with my YouTube channel, um, I like to do a lot of pickups videos. Uh, that's basically what I started doing because that was just the easiest thing for me to do as far as YouTube went. When did you first start that? Oh, boy. 
Because I don't remember coming across you until I think a couple it's years ago. Been, or a year ago? It was a year yeah. in January of this year. Oh, okay. That I okay. Think, yeah. A year in January 2018 that my channel had been going. Yeah, there was kind yeah. of like, what, 18 months ago that we had this like mini revelation yeah. that like there were oh, half wow. a dozen of us doing YouTube yeah. videos and nobody <laughs> yeah. knew. I met you guys and I was like, you guys live here? Right. Like, yeah. I found your channels, but I had no idea. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention that you lived yeah. in Fargo in the area. I was like, this is crazy. Yeah. yeah, I think I caught you on Twitter and I was like, and this is why I, I thought I was like the only yeah, guy. And right. then Ryan and yeah. then Andy. And, I was just and like, then I was like... This guy wow. says he's from Fargo and he's got a YouTube channel. And, was like, and it was like, within just weeks, everybody was right. like popping up all it of a sudden. It was just crazy. crazy for me too because like when someone would, like one of you guys, if you share a video or something and you're talking about something that's local, that's only a local person would know about, you're like, do they live here? Right. And I've met other people that I didn't know lived here besides you guys too through Twitter. And they're like, oh yeah, it's, it's really cold here today. I'm like. Wait, you you live in North Dakota? <laughs> what? Right. I mean, we never North. associate YouTube with North Dakota. No, no. nobody associates. No, we're not anything. the we're not the home of the YouTube. Stars, we just got it two years sure. ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we just got the internet in like 2015. So, you guys should check out Facebook. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> what? Yeah, I heard Facebook? it was. Uh, is that like that MySpace thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, but otherwise, um, yeah, I just started the channel just for fun. Yeah. No goal to make any money or anything. I always get asked questions, do you make money doing YouTube? I'm like, no, not right now. Well, I think the thing, too, like with the retro gaming hobby and the collecting is like it's not – I mean, there are more people that do it now, but it's still oh, very yeah. niche. Yeah. So it's like if you want to get out there and meet other people who love it, like the internet's kind of the perfect way. Oh, yeah. The YouTube community has always been pretty strong. I think it's changing, but yeah. it's still nice to see it out there and – talk to other collectors i think if you can find people that like i said i met uh gamer thumb when his channel was like 215 subscribers and so we became like best buds like i said i legitimately the best friend you can have without shaking someone's hand sure yeah um he's been super encouraging of the youtube thing because every now and then a person gets like eh, i don't know you don't want to keep doing this people aren't watching stuff at least for me i don't know how other people are i know there's other youtubers who do yeah. But I've gotten and people too. They see I don't make a video or something. They're like, "Oh, where are you? What are you doing?" I'm like, uh, "I don't know. I didn't have money. I didn't really want to buy anything." And then I tell everyone I bought a switch, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm broke now." So <laughs> there won't be any videos for. <laughs> there won't be anything unless you want to watch me play Uncharted on PS4 or something. <laughs> yeah, at least Which you get the PlayStation Plus freebies. Right? Insane library of digital games for that thing that yeah. I can never play all of. It. Right. Don't have the time. <clears throat> My problem is, is they'll have the, like those digital sales, and it'll be like a Friday, and I've had a six pack. Yeah. And then I check my email the next day. It's like, here's your receipt. I'm like, what the hell did I just buy? That's how I, I ended up with I am bread. I'm like, I would have never bought this game. I'm sure it was a buck, so I paid for it. I bought the game hu or Human Fall Flat. Fall Flat, yeah. Oh, oh man, that game looked so much fun, like watching people play it. But then I played it, and I was like. It's awkward. Is it? This is really weird, and I don't know if I like this, and I spent $7 so on it. So that one, it's like physics, right? Like, you have yeah. like a rag doll, so, like, the physics are wonky. Yeah, and... like, you can grab onto somebody with one, you know, yeah. hand, and then, like, they can grab onto you, and you just walk around, whatever, dragging each other across the map, yeah. and I just like... couldn't figure out how to win. I was playing the other day, and I kept throwing someone off the edge, and I'm like, is this end? And then <laughs> right. I'd fall, and I'd fall through the sky, and I'd end up on the ground again, and I'm like... 
It's not how it looked when I watched people play it on YouTube. What am I doing wrong? That's when you jump in like a live stream. I was just like, I need to go figure out how to play this. I need a tutorial. I'm confused. So I guarantee someone will listen to this and be like, you couldn't figure out how to play that? I'm like, look, I'm, you know, I'm a first person shooter kind of guy. I love those games. When you get into weird physics, I start getting confused. Yeah. That's like the opposite of Nate. Nate doesn't understand oh, first-person shooters. Yeah. He's like, what's this? I just found out what a PS4 was. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I think that was... was You guys streamed a while back, and you guys were... I asked what one of you guys was drinking, and you had that green belt blue. That was a yeah, way that was, back, probably in the summer. That was like the first time I had you over to stream on the PS4. Yeah. I think you had green belt blue. Oh, yeah, we were playing... Yeah. Um, Bro Force. Uh, yeah, Bro Force. Yes. Such an awesome yeah. game. So good. Oh, that looks so good. And I was thinking of getting that for Switch because I think it's. I think it just got ported, yeah. yeah. Although so, it's probably like a tenth of oh, the price yeah. on PSN. It is. Yeah. Trust me, I saw it on sale. Because the, the Switch tax. Oh my God. Nintendo <laughs> needs to like get into some reality here that games that have been out for six months do not get to be more expensive because they're on your console. That right. will never happen. I know it won't, <laughs> but we can all dream. They've been doing that forever. It, it just. Have it, you guys played Warframe? Like that just went I, free and well, it's always free to play, but it just got I to the Switch. I was going to get it, so good because I heard it was good, but I got yes. Paladins and that's a lot. Of fun. Paladins is awesome too. I, I would recommend downloading Warframe though. All right, um, I just started it Friday, and like I don't know why I didn't play it on the PS4 because that's an awesome game. Well, I heard that it was super glitchy. Back yeah, then, and it's, it's probably gotten, gotten better. better. Oh, quite a bit better. The funny thing is, is I'm curious on the release date of Warframe because Warframe in like. Visuals, aesthetic, and like the way it plays is, for all intents and purposes, Destiny. So I don't know if it predated the original Destiny. Yeah, it or was almost it, a launch title. Okay, well then, it's uncanny how similar. Like the loading screens is the ship thing. Yeah, the party, like the matchmaking, the do they even grind. do like the little uh, cursor everywhere? Where they yes, go? yeah, absolutely, oh, absolutely. So. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I would... Destiny pal- stole themselves from someone. <laughs> yes. And it's funny, because Paladins stole the Overwatch. Yeah. So it's like... Well, I just, like, I don't normally... Fortnite didn't steal anybody's. No, right? Fortnite's completely original. Fortnite's original. <laughs> most original game on the planet. Uh, I, I saw that, that battle bus at Walmart, I just about threw up. <laughs> I, I saw you. I was like, this has gone too far. This needs to stop. I'll be honest, I've played Fortnite a few times. Yeah. Um... Drinking and playing Fortnite makes it more fun. Yeah. <laughs> my my buddy was sitting there doing that. And it, yeah. That game's good, but it's like the, the skill that these kids have to build and shoot, I can't comprehend. Like My reaction time has gotten slower as I've gotten older. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. My patience to learn how to be good at that a game, too. too, is like completely diminished. Yeah. They should have like the age gates, but instead of like for younger kids, it matches you with older people. You're getting match made to the 30 plus room. It's a version of Fortnite where all you can build is just a wall. Like you can't build ramps. Everything's on a playing field. Making it's a funny. maze out of walls. <laughs> yeah. That's the game. <laughs> this is the 30 plus room. Sir, you don't sound old enough. You need to go to the. <laughs> at least it'd be free of like 12 year olds rapping. Oh. I, I mean, that. I can't stand in party chats. How do you turn... Uh, you guys probably haven't played Fortnite enough to understand how to turn off anything, but there's always audio on for people talking, and I cannot figure out how to turn it off. <laughs> yeah, the only thing... I, I hate listening to other people talking in games if they're not in my group. Right. Because they're just some kid going... Wee! I'm like... Yeah. Do you really think this is enjoyable for anyone but yourself? Obviously, you don't. You there's do, some really funny ones, though. There is. Sometimes. There was one, like, uh, a mom was yelling at a kid to stop, and he's like, I'm still playing, Mom. Leave me alone. <laughs> I got a kid in trouble one day because I kept on uh, 
uh, egging him on and I was saying things and his mom heard me say some swear words. And she's like, you turn that off right now. You just got me in trouble. And she's like, you just hear click, click and rattling. And I'm like, I wish I was streaming this. This would have been great. Because <laughs> well, he just kept on killing me and I was like, all right, now I'm just going to mess with you because he was stalking me. And I'm not horrible, like I said, at first person shooters. It takes me a bit to get them figured out. But then I can make people mad. And then, then it gets more fun for you when you can make other people mad. <laughs> oh, for sure. I was playing back on Xbox 360 uh, Advanced Warfare. And I just went into a match. I guess I must have been having an awesome day. Because I was doing kill after kill. And I killed this guy like 18 times. And finally he yells my gamer tag out. And he's just like, stop killing me. I'm like, oh, that's what that feels like. Because I felt that <laughs> oh, way all the oh, time yeah. when people are killing me. I'm like, would you leave me alone? I didn't. Yeah. That's me with every game I play. You're yelling at the computers. <laughs> stop stop, stop killing, me. killing me. It's not fair. <laughs> So other than like the Switch you recently picked up, what what do you kind of focus on for collecting retro stuff? Oh, uh, for the Switch, as far as the Switch or uh, just other consoles, just other consoles? Like anything retro um, you're particularly into? I haven't been doing so much. I was hardcore collecting for my Vita for a long time. Sure. Mm -hmm. um, I was getting some of the big box collectors things just because there was a lot of stuff on sale at GameStop. Oh yeah, now's the time to do I it. I got um, what did I get? I got Axiom Verge the. I don't know if you guys played that. Yeah, that's a great yeah. game. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I have it digitally and that, so I didn't open... Like, I opened it up to look at it and stuff, but I left the game actually sealed in the case. Sure. And I got... the heck is that confusing game? There's one that's in a huge box, and it's just called Noble Fan... I don't know. It's just such a long name that I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. But it's uh, like a hack and slash kind of like... Um, what is those, What are those games called? Game. Like the Warriors games or something? Yeah, those ones where you just run around, you're fighting, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. groups of people. Heck, it's not, I forget what they're called. Dynasty Warriors. Yeah, that one. Like yeah, there you go. Too. Took my old brain a second to remember. <laughs> I never liked Dynasty Warriors really either, so that's why I couldn't remember. Yeah. But it, I just got it because it came with like this cloth thing, and then it came with cards, and it came with this and that. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Mm -hmm. And then I got um, Shantae, Half Genie Hero. Oh, yeah. I got the set for that. That annoyed me, though, because I went to GameStop, and when I pre-ordered it, like, over their um, app, it said new. When I got it, it was open. There were stickers on it. And I'm like, oh, that's new for GameStop. Do you understand what yeah. new means? Like, I don't want to get on a GameStop, GameStop tangent, yeah. but they need to just go out of business. Yeah, yeah they need to I guess back. they lost, like, $500 million or something. Oh, they're screwed. I mean, they they're, they're going to burn themselves down. I saw even the Mall of America is opening, like, the GameStop. Like, not the traditional sorts, like the collectibles and more. Yeah, and that's like, all they got left is their geek merchandise yeah. crap that I'm not paying twice the price for something. No. T-shirts and Funko Pops is going to no. be the future of that stuff. They had some cool Power Ranger stuff. I grew up with Power Rangers. <laughs> I had to walk away from many things in that store. <laughs> they had, like, this giant green Power Ranger thing, and I was like, nope. <laughs> so tempting. Get out of here. You're here for video games, not toys. What did you think of the new movie? Uh, the Power Ranger movie? Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I get that spandex and all that is pretty campy and corny from back then, but yeah. those outfits looked stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I didn't dig them at all. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was a little different take, that's for sure. It was, 
But at least you got cameos from the Green and Pink yeah, Ranger. Yeah, that was the White cool. White Ranger, I guess. Yeah, up. White yeah. Ranger, Green Ranger, Red Ranger, Black Ranger. He was all kinds of different Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I watched those until I was a teenager. I just, I like Power Rangers. I watched them in the middle school. I'll be honest. I really watched them on Netflix before, too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they're still funny to go back and watch now. My kids are in the... What's the newest one? The Dino? Your kids watch that, too, don't they? Dino Charge or something? Yeah, yeah. I can't remember which ones. There are so many names that are... Kind of like, because there was a series called Dino Thunder, and then there's Dino Chart, and it's like, which one am I? And then they put alone? Super in, yeah. Like Dino yeah, that's super how they charge, make a new thing now. They just add Super to the end of yeah. it all, and yeah. that's the next generation. And they got another like, fifteen episodes yeah. right there. That's what Nintendo does too. You just yeah. slap Deluxe on the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. This is the Ultra Deluxe Edition. What? Wait. What did I get with it? <laughs> you got a piece of paper that says it's the Deluxe Edition. <laughs> That's why for a long time I couldn't buy collector's editions because some of them are extreme waste of money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even if you like the cool boxes because that's, you know, half of why I think most people get stuff like that, display purposes. But I just, my buddy got the World uh, World War Two Call of Duty thing and he got this, like, it was supposed to be what we thought was a metal thing of a bunch of soldiers. It was plastic. Oh, okay. Spent a hundred and like fifty dollars. Got this giant box. Was you hear about that Fallout seventy six thing oh, too? Yeah, that it's was like a two hundred dollar thing, and it's supposed to be a duffel bag, like a canvas duffel bag. Here they just threw like a cheap nylon like piece of crap it's in. in there. So then when people questioned them, <laughs> the they're like, they're like, yeah, we're gonna do uh, nothing about that. That cost too much, so we didn't do it. And like that was what? their official. So response. I paid you, and then you just didn't give me what I paid you for because right. it cost too much. Yeah, it's that's where it's getting out of hand with the game industry. Is there's too much of we don't care what our fans think anymore yeah and then just alone with all these updates and you know, video game never works anymore properly for mm-hmm. the first year well and i think they're struggling literally. like with those collector's editions too because it's like they're having trouble getting people to buy physical games period yeah so it's like they try to go nuts in these collector's editions and then i've just met tons of people who say they go all digital on this i mean that's fine and everything for a certain aspect of things but I just know, um, I don't know if you guys notice this, but when you're on the Switch, if you have a digital game, you do have to be hooked up to the internet for it to verify the game. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And I found that out because I was sitting in my car and I wanted to play the Switch. I got a hotspot on my phone, so I just turned it on. Sure. But it wouldn't let me play Mario Kart, and I just wanted to play single player by myself. Sure. And it was just sitting there not doing anything. I was oh, that like, sucks. So for me, that's where digital is like. You know, I'm not sure how much I like that. I want to put my game in, go and play wherever. I shouldn't have to have internet. Yeah. And whatever it's verifying, I don't know. Don't care. It just annoyed me. Yeah, that so sucks. That's, check that's, you know, I, I mean, when it comes down to PS4 and Xbox, obviously those are hooked up to the internet most likely all the time. But if you get digital, obviously, then you, you know. Right. But... I don't know. Some people just don't have internet everywhere they go. <laughs> I mean, mostly everywhere you can find it. But, yeah. It's just they... Nintendo says, hey, play this wherever you want. Oh, wait a second. We forgot to tell you. If you're at the beach, you need internet. <laughs> <laughs> well, look how many of those Switch games are not 100% physical either. You oh, buy yeah. the physical oh, yeah. thing and it and requires And it's just a the code. Yeah. Because yeah. I was going to get Minecraft because I'm just a big Minecraft dork on every console. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's just digital. And I was like... I don't know if I want to download that digitally. I like that to me. It seems like a waste. I've got it on my Vita. I've got it on my PS4. Got it on Xbox, PS3, everything that it's ever been on. I haven't. Have you tried that new nine or Netflix Minecraft story mode that dropped on oh, Tuesday? Oh yeah, I was looking at that. I was like, I can interact with the Netflix thing. I was yeah. like, what? My kids have been watching it. Like my kids are seven and five, so Lily's just getting into reading a little bit now. But like, it's kind of like a short sentence. Yeah. 
So it's a little, you know, it's like choose your own adventure. Like yeah, every you know. two minutes, something pops up, you can pick the path. Sometimes it changes how the story goes, which is cool, but it's, it's not that great of a story. It's interesting for the fact that it comes with Netflix and it's not yeah. an extra charge yet. <laughs> well, it's, like, it's the last official thing that Telltale gave yeah. put out. I was going to say, do, do you know if it is just like the cutscenes from those games the ga- i don't know I that for sure i played I feel like it's not i played okay. minecraft story mode a little bit and yeah. it seems different than it okay. was okay so yeah it seemed like it was less um, interactive than like their typical like actual games so yeah. i have to figure it's something a little different but it's still really cool that it's on netflix yeah. i think there's like eight episodes i was so just far. like wondering if oh. someone else was gonna do something like that now like is netflix gonna start having like these interactive movie game things now where you can because that used to be a thing with like blu-rays and dvds were that oh, yeah. interactive stuff you could do with it and yeah. then it kind of was like 4k came out and i don't know that they do much of that anymore it kind of died down kind of makes sense for like a lot of kids stuff like even if you think about like blues clues or oh, yeah. the explorer where they're asking you a question like why not give a kid the option of i would rather if i had any children them have something like that to interact with than just right <laughs> yeah right at least they're thinking a little bit yeah you know i don't know some of these kids shows <laughs> they're not what they used to be kids have terrible like all the classics are gone it's horrible but because some of these people that are making these cartoons are from our generation and you're like what did you smoke when you came up with that seriously yeah. like I just don't get it like um, Shira or whatever yeah they redid that that's not horrible I watched some of it right but the animation for that Thundercats roar <laughs> I, I refuse. I won't. I yeah. won't touch that. I don't. I don't. I can't. Yeah. I was just like, what? And then, well, we just wanted to add some comedy. I'm like, yeah. They look stupid. And At least they did Voltron justice. Yeah, like, I that like that's is a good like show. the best. Yeah, yeah. That. Yeah. I've heard nothing yeah. but great things. I've only watched like the first two seasons. I don't know how many there are. But yeah. It's good. <clears throat> I actually. I like the new one better than like the old series. I think actually. Yeah, I went to watch the old series, and it's yeah, it's it's tough with certain things. I'll be honest. I like Transformers, the original series, but one of my favorite ones was called Transformers Energon or something. Oh sure. I think it came out in the early two thousands. I can remember that. It was just like the first new Transformers thing that was actually pretty popular, and I was like, oh, this is cool. Before <laughs> Michael Bay got in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Now we have 85 movies. What's happening after Bumblebee, speaking of that? I heard they were rebooting the whole thing. (laughs) I thought that movie was supposed to be a reboot, but now they say they're rebooting it after Bumblebee. I'm like, why did you make Bumblebee? Right. What's the point in that? just kills me. We can't. (laughs) I I liked the first one. It was fine. (laughs) Michael Bay needs to stop making movies. That's when he's dead. Well, as soon as they stop making millions of dollars, I'm sure (laughs) he'll be... Yeah, I'm sure he'll stop when he (laughs) stops making millions. He'll just start becoming straight to Netflix movies. That's all. Oh, man. God. That's basically... Michael Bay, Netflix movies. (laughs) That's what I want to see. Michael Bay movies with, like, a tenth of the budget. (laughs) Right. Yeah, maybe he'll be the next one to get a deal after Sandler. He'll just... (laughs) Oh, Sandler. Yeah, his movies haven't been great. No, all of those Netflix ones have been pretty bad. It's like, oh. I mean, whatever you want to do with your career is your choice, I guess. (laughs) He's got so much money. He can do whatever he wants. Well, I mean, when you're you're as successful like he was and then you just can do whatever you want, fine. But, yeah, I don't know. Why not just go to the island and 
right. hang out instead of making bad movies where everybody makes fun of you. Yeah. Well, why go to the island and hang out when you can get Netflix to pay you to go yeah. and then film a <laughs> shitty movie and hang out? Ridiculous. <laughs> what, was yeah. it Ridiculous 6? That wasn't the worst movie no. ever. That was actually pretty funny. I laughed a lot of that. People panned that, but it was good. I, I thought that was funny. That made me laugh. But I actually so. didn't mind Father of the Year either. I thought yeah. that was pretty yeah. all right. But, but he had some other one where he was some agent for some. Yes, know. that was terrible. Was Him like, and uh, Spade. Yeah, he was getting chased by dogs like every time. I was like, well, <laughs> that made no sense. That movie <laughs> made no sense at all. Like I'm not saying you know Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore were like the most made sense, but they were funny as right. hell. I yeah. would watch those movies over and over. I actually watched them Happy Gilmore the other day. <laughs> Are you too good for your home? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a great movie. I made my dad take me to that. It was in like seventh grade. Oh. I'm sure he was real <laughs> yeah, impressed that he like bought the ticket. And went my mom there. would have drugged me out the door if I would have convinced her to go to a movie like that. <laughs> she was like, no, we're not watching this. Come on. <laughs> yeah. She didn't probably want to mind if I watched it, but she wouldn't want to sit through stuff like that no, when I was a kid. Like that stupid, now yeah. she'll watch mostly anything. Sometimes when she pops into my streams, I'm like, yeah, I don't know if you want to be in this one. It's going to be kind of gross. <laughs> uh, there's some weird stuff going on. Like, that's why, like, I I, I don't play Resident Evil in certain things because I'm like, certain people pop in and I'm like, I, I don't know if I want to be playing a sick game like that because I didn't grow up playing stuff like that. My mom yeah, didn't like you and me. Nate should hang out. He doesn't even spring for deluxe baths. No, I don't. <laughs> it costs too much money. <laughs> but uh yeah i i don't know i like wolfenstein that's when i played the older ones he's playing, playing that right now, now. yeah, yeah. Oh, which one two or um uh wolfenstein new colossus uh, isn't that the new not one? the latest one old block no oh, old block is the, the new, old order. Order. new order new order yeah, 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 yeah i yeah. i beat that on stream and then i've been playing the old blood and then mm. I was going to get Wolfenstein to the new class. Sure. I heard Old Blood was kind of like a little fumbling, like not as good as the first. But. I'm not enjoying it. People said they thought I would enjoy it more because I don't like a lot of the story stuff in games like that. I just right. want to shoot everything. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> but and that's know. usually what that game is. So. It is. Oh, man, those people are ruthless in that game, though, man. When you set it to, like, a hard difficulty, you might... I almost put my controller down the other day. Yeah. I was like, I'm not even playing on hard, and this is not fair. I walked into a room, and I'm, like, locked and loaded, and I must have put a clip into this guy, and then, like, six more guys are, like, coming out of this door, that door, every door, and I'm like, where do I go? I did that last night with uh, Call of Duty um, <laughs> World War Two. Yeah. Oh. yeah. How are you playing that? I was, uh, I was playing with somebody from, uh, on uh, Xbox. Oh, okay. Xbox One. Um, that was the first time I ever played an Xbox One. Oh, nice. So, um, Did it reaffirm your purchase of a PS4? Yeah, I was happy. <laughs> I was content. And then, uh, yeah, they had, it was like 10 bots coming in. Oh, and they just kept sure. on coming in through this door. And I was like, I killed you all. And they just keep on coming <laughs> in and coming in, jumping through windows. The respawn rate is brutal on those it games. Is, yeah. It's horrible. We used to do that back on Xbox 360, just play against the bots. Oh, yeah. It was just fun. But now those bots are smarter than hell, man. They just, right here, up there. Yeah. You're like, yeah. how did you even get back there? 
Yeah, they're a lot more light. I mean, they must have really studied player data to like oh, yeah. build up the AI on those. They figured out people's camping ideas and where yeah. you hide and all that because the bots will do that sometimes too. I've seen one laying under like a bed or something. I was like, you can do that. Yeah. <laughs> that's frustrating when the bots are camping. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's a bot, right? That's not somebody else I'm playing with. Like, that's... I was confused. He was just laying on the floor, actually, not under the bed. But yeah, he was hiding behind the bed, and then he shot me in the knee. <laughs> I was like, "What? I'm dead? You shot me in the knee? Nobody dies from getting shot in the knee." Have you, have you played the new Blackout mode um, on Call of Duty? I watched my buddy play it. I haven't played it much yet. He has it sure. on Xbox One. Okay. Um, I just don't really want to get Call of Duty yet. This is the first Call of Duty I've bought in. Several years, and I yeah. bought it just for Blackout. Yeah, Blackout's, love it. Blackout's I, fun. I like. It I heard it was like ten times better, and this could be over exaggeration from other people than um, Fortnite. So I mean, I, I like know. that I don't have to worry about building and that it's That's, just shooting yeah. and like strategizing my moves. It's probably a different demographic, though. Like oh, each demographic yeah. for sure. True. The well, thing about you're familiar with it too, right? Yeah, yeah the systems. And, yeah. yeah. The thing about Fortnite that drives me nuts is that there's some people who are so dang good at building that you're shooting and they're throwing walls up as you're shooting and they're running and they're shooting you at the end. You're like, how the hell did you shoot me? Yeah. Put a wall up and then, <laughs> yeah. sh- what? I don't even know how to move my hands yeah, that fast. Have time to dance in between. That too. They do that too. It's just, just like, oh God, why am I playing this? That's why I said if you're, you're drinking, it's okay. If you're not, yeah. you might end up putting a controller through a TV. Yeah. <laughs> Can you do like private matches in Fortnite? Yeah, like, my buddy see? and me were doing that. We were just messing around. Because I could see that jumping. being fun if you had like a yeah. few people. Then you don't need it. You don't need a hundred for that. No, you just uh, we were doing like just me and him, and I don't think we could actually kill ourselves or each other though. So okay. I don't know if we said so something. Just like a building. We were running around building stuff, blowing up buildings, getting on these uh, little uh, like four wheelers that had rocket engines oh, on them, yeah. and I was There's just like going, in there now. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it was fun. That's why I said I was actually having fun. I was blasting around on a rocket uh, four-wheeler, and I was just shooting through the air, and then it was telling me I was collecting points for doing stunts. <laughs> and I was just going, <laughs> I was going everywhere. So and does the like, storm come in when you do that? Uh, not on that mode, no. Okay. So And, and then that car has like a push go, like a, like a train has, you know, to push snow out of the way or whatever. Oh, sure. And I was just driving through buildings. <laughs> I was like, this is this is fun. I don't know. I don't I want to play with that. any 10-year-olds, but this is fun. <laughs> yeah. That might be worth checking out. And me. it's free on everything, so it's like you right. can mess with it on anything. I don't really like the setup on the Switch, at least in portable mode. I can't figure out the build buttons properly. I uh, I have that May Flash thing, so like I play my PS okay. with my PS4 controller on the Switch, yep. unless it's undocked, which okay. I never play undocked. I Maybe. got mine for the portable mode. Um uh, I think my friend got me a pro controller or something for Christmas. I'm not sure. He just told me not to buy anything. Else. I've heard it's a really good pro controller. Even like the accessories for the the wired ones for the yep. Switch. Those are those really are all nice. really solid. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've been really happy with them. And affordable, I'm, very affordable. Yeah. I may have already wore out one of my Joy Cons playing Mario Kart though, because <laughs> I was playing and it felt like it was leaning to one side when I was racing the other day. Getting a and I had it with in, power drift. I must, because I was playing two player mode with the tiny little oh, sure. thing. Because like I said, everyone told me not to buy anything else, so I'm like, okay, now I get to play with these. Are you giving me a Christmas <laughs> present? What the heck, you bastards! So I was doing this, and my guy was just like, I'm like. 
dude, go this way. What are you... <laughs> Where they were drifting they left were, or right? They, yeah, 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 yeah. And it was just pulling. And that makes you go slower. It makes it, like, trying to straighten out. I'm like, I'm going to snap the thumbstick I had that this. issue as as well. And I had to yeah, like, oh. restart and update and yeah. something with the controller. Did you turn um, off, like, the autopilot mode thing? Yeah. I don't know. Because by default, when you play Mario Kart 8 on the Switch, it's, it's got, like, an auto... It oh. will, it'll course correct for you. Yeah. Oh, you have yeah, to go into the settings and turn that off. I mean, I'll have to look or might have accidentally turned it yep, off, too. I think you're right. Because that was driving me bonkers. I was Is it the little to... antenna on the back? Yeah, if yeah. it's blinking a certain color. Because I know that's what oh. my, my brother-in-law was saying. He downloaded the game and was playing with his dad, who's like in his 70s. His dad's never played a game hardly in his life, and his dad was winning. <laughs> and his dad's like, he's like, how are you doing that? He's like, I'm literally just holding down. Beer. Like all he was doing was holding down gas, and he was getting first place. So, oh, that's great. Is that banned, like in competitive Mario Kart? Oh, you would hope so, right? <laughs> Could you then? No. How about a competitive Mario Kart league where all all it is is like drive assist, and everyone just presses like gas. Like that's the only yep. keys you control Push button. I think so we should start it all depends on the amiibo that you No have. weapons. <laughs> we just... That's another thing I was going to ask you guys about. You guys got amiibos and stuff like that? I do. I, I mean, I got that got whole wall, some... but I, I don't use them. Th- yeah. The only I ones just... I've unboxed are like the cheap Animal Crossing ones that I don't care I'm about. I'm just afraid if I get into collecting anything like that, it's going to get out of hand. I would say like, like with Amiibo, just buy the ones you like. Yeah. But don't I would do like, what I like did, a like Samus Aran one from Metroid. Yeah, that thing's sweet. I love that. I've never seen it. Luckily, Andy hooked me up with that set. I saw um, it the other day. They must have reprinted them. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I heard they're bringing a bunch back with, obviously, the new Smash coming out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I pre-ordered that. Might go run into GameStop and just leave because I don't want to hang out with all those people. <laughs> <laughs> they, they said they're, they're going to have... pull that, like, they're gonna store have demolishing a... like that guy did. <laughs> <laughs> I love that video. Yeah. I love that Just get your copy of Smash and just throw it and sack everything in your way Go in with Fucking the... Hey, I live in North Dakota. I could walk in with a ski mask and no one would say anything. That's true. <laughs> that is true. I did love how that guy like walked out and he just puts his hands yeah. up like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he answers the phone with no issues. Thank you for calling GameStop. <laughs> You have to have some kind of just chill personality to just be like, yeah, how's it going? Yeah, that's Something exactly. like that yeah. happened. I mean, well, I think you got to be like the right kind of person to work at a GameStop. Oh, like, yeah. The, like, <laughs> not that all of us are like this, but within the red, or gaming community, there are like some people that are very, everyone's very adamant about topics and like to look oh, at yeah. GameStop and just hear yeah. people ranting. No. I'm sure it gets old. Yeah. I used to do it. Yeah. I'd go in as a teenager and just like yeah. talk their ear off. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I know I did. I annoyed the hell out of some of the guys that worked at Software, etc. before it was GameStop. Oh, yeah. And they would sit there and have Street Fighter tournaments and crap in there. And I'd just go bug them. And they'd be sitting there doing that. And I'd talk their ear off. For I actually wish they did that now. Yeah. 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 Actually play games. Like, I yeah. feel like now, the like, they it's just so lame. tell you like, not to have a They used games. to have the yeah, PS3. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they used to have the PS3 set up in there. That was the last thing I saw set up in there where they did fun yeah, stuff. Yeah, was that's was the true. PS3. Like, yeah, right around that era, like... Then it just kind of stopped being acceptable for the employees to actually enjoy their job. Yeah. <laughs> I actually applied to work at Software Exhibit. I wanted to work there as well, and uh, I'm assuming I talked too much. <laughs> yeah, I was in there bugging those people constantly and arguing with them, so when I turned in my application, I'm pretty sure that I, I must have... Yeah, we'll, right we'll to the shred pile, pile, right? Yeah. <laughs> Under what was F- that? You. <laughs> uh, don't come back, please. You're wasting paper. <laughs> that would have been a horrible job anyway because my money would have just gone right back. Oh, yeah. Oh, I went in there when they were getting rid of PS1 stuff and I bought 
the whole rack of like just their little clear cases. Just games like that. That was before I cared if they had anything. And now I don't know what happened to most of those. I found a PS1 in a storage box at my mom's with a small binder of games. And I was like, Anything I good? Sold that. There's a few good things. There's Grand Theft Auto, which was well, fun cool. on yeah. PS1. It was one of the coolest games back then, anyways. Yeah. So speaking of PlayStation, you canceled your classic pre-order, right? Yep. I just, I don't know. It just, I've saw a lot of stuff. I just wished it would have been given a little more thought. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it felt very slapped together. There's just like there's no borders for you to enjoy what you're playing. Like, I love how Nintendo has, you can put, like, this wood grain speaker-looking thing on the mm-hmm. side. All that stuff, so you don't have to just look yeah. at that. Even if they would have just put Sony or PlayStation symbols on the side, that would have that would have worked fine. Well, but I heard then, now, like, because like, like, the games list sucked. This oh, God, yeah, there, was six, there were six genre-defining games. That's yeah. it. <laughs> the rest were just there Crap. because that's what they could get. Yeah. And now it sounds like a lot of those are PAL region, yep. so they don't even run right on yeah. NTSC. Which is like, huh? Like, I like screw so that many, up. Like the Tekken you... game is broken. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's critical. You you can't have any delay. Well, and yeah. a lot of people's complaint too was is it's coming with their original PlayStation controllers to DualShocks. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, they could should have just given you a DualShock. I know that wasn't <laughs> original, but you need it to really for Metal Gear. Yeah. They're gonna sell it as an accessory. And our they probably R. will. Yeah, because like that was like that was Metal Gear coming out was like a big game that was supported along with the launch of the DualShock. Yeah, mm-hmm. like those two and that and Ape Escape, like those two were. What's why, like as far as Sony goes, what the heck are your idiot people thinking when you're yeah. you're doing that? When you know this game launched X right. amount of years ago, when this became a new feature, and it's like, now if Sony doesn't make DualShock controllers for that, someone else is gonna corner the market and make a secondary one. Hopefully, like something do. ties in. Yeah, I might get one down the road here, but as of right now. I wanted Mario, or I wanted my Switch and Mario Kart, and I wanted Smash Bros. way more than I wanted that. Yeah, that's true. I would love to know how many people dropped their pre-order. Like, I bet it's one number. of the biggest like drops in pre-order numbers in gaming history. Yeah, I was originally going to pre-order it solely on doing a review because so many people canceled them, yeah. and then I said I, I can't waste my money on this. Crap. What you can do is just walk into like a Target, point at, yeah. and go, "This thing sucks." And, like, <laughs> and record that. <laughs> yeah. That would be great. Review. And then just push walk down in. shelves. <laughs> and yeah, just and push it on the floor. <laughs> Excuse me, does this have crash bandicoot? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, and how is it so hard to get a hold of things like crash bandicoot? Like, yeah. Naughty Dog isn't even around anymore. They, you they shouldn't just... have had that much problem getting licensing for that game. Yeah. Somebody should have been willing to take almost any money to put that on something. Yeah. Because I, I know that's what it is. It's licensing, licensing issues. But if you don't want to throw enough money on it, then don't waste your time. Just yeah, don't kind of, try to yeah. compete with Nintendo. Just You guys are your top dog, and you're like, I love my PS4. I like my Vita. I like Sony. But yeah, stay in your own top. area. Yeah. Just leave other things alone that you don't know what you're doing with. Right. If you're you not going to have your best games on yeah. it, why bother? Don't. Right. It's I really mean, a classic. At that they point, effectively yeah. destroyed the Vita themselves. Yeah. yeah. They, 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 they quit destroyed on it. Like two it. Years they crapped on it before it got a good enough following in the yeah. States. I agree. And, well, and uh, their obsession with like proprietary memory that cost that was absolute much. baloney. That's why I'm glad like that there's USB C on the Switch yeah. and it just takes a regular SD card. I was like that mm-hmm. that made me happy. Yeah. I was like that's great. There's no stupid proprietary Nintendo plug-in that I can only buy. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean PlayStation. If you looked at 
the whole picture, if they never made the mini, it, it wouldn't affect it. It wouldn't affect them at all. No. no. So it wasn't like they were just barely hanging on. No. They're right. still putting out. They did it because they PS4, wanted to try to dominate money. another field. Yeah. Well, you could argue that they were like just trying to get a little extra revenue like for the holiday season, but like it comes out the 31st or something, doesn't it? Like it's not No, even it comes out on Christmas. the 3rd. Oh, it's the 3rd. Okay. Yep, it comes out yeah. tomorrow. So I guess that's probably what it was all about. Yeah. But then they got Smash coming out for the Switch on the 7th, and there's another game on the seventh that same yeah. day. I don't remember. But it's <coughs> like, I, like Smash I said, was on the 7th. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's that's the 5th. Uh, well, the GameStop and most, I think a lot of places are doing like a like 11 p.m. Midnight. release or midnight sure. release because yeah. GameStop told me that I could come pick it up at 11 p.m. Thursday. Nice. So I'm going to go pick it up and bring it home and go play it. Uh, yeah, I think that's going to be That's another thing. Digital downloads, when games release, does those servers get so taxed trying to respond to it? That's mm-hmm. why it can't go straight digital when it's new. Right. Because you could spend two days trying to get that game downloaded by the sheer magnitude of people that are downloading stuff. Yeah. Well, and you're seeing more companies let you pre-download, which I think is helping. Yeah. Nintendo uh, yeah. does that. They pre-download, and then they give you, like, an access patch or whatever, and then yeah. it's done. Yeah. So... Which, that's good, but it used to be, like I said, I haven't dot, bought anything new digitally or physically in, like, three years, so. But then the day one patch comes out and you have to download yeah. it. Right. Here's 40, 40 gigs. gigs. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. I got to delete something off my one terabyte hard drive. <laughs> yeah, it's frustrating. That, the next, like, systems, they better have, like, five terabytes of memory mm-hmm. in them. If they yeah. don't, I'm just not buying one. Yeah, that's been a problem with, like, every console that There's, launched. This for, generation. When you figure what we can do with technology and what you can fit into a USB thumb drive, there's no reason why these consoles can't have a bigger hard drive in them. Yeah. Well, yeah. they're still trying to keep costs down. Yeah. And, um, I mean, you start raising up to five terabytes or whatever, yeah. you're going to see Spend $600, $700 consoles. I mean, I would rather yeah. pay that, I guess, in the long haul than trying to get a secondary hard drive that I've heard fail over time or can corrupt your data in the transfer like i would lose my mind if i lost like a game i've been playing for 30 hours or something like some kind of rpg and everything just i'd be like yeah nope that hard drive would go through the wall <laughs> that's the kind i get angry <laughs> but well that's what uh, used to happen with the batteries in the games yeah oh that's true yeah yeah gone. yeah or the saturn I actually that bought, controls it i bought a few pokemon games and the batteries are dead People didn't know nothing. I just resoldered them. And oh yeah, yeah. If you're smart enough to do that, it's an yeah. easy way to make money. I'm not great at doing things, like that, but I learned my hands were like. <laughs> <laughs> I can fix Game Boys too. So if you have any Game Boys that the screen's got the, um, is it the horizontal? Yeah, he's got. One. I can. I can usually fix most of that stuff. <laughs> I've learned. Well, that's probably a good segue. I think we've taken yep. up enough of your time, but Adrian, thanks for coming on. Thanks um, for having me. So where can people find you again on the internet? Um, you can find me on Twitter at Adrian Red Olvera, because I didn't grab my Not Another Game Collector name <laughs> from my Twitter. Um, you can find me on YouTube at Not Another Game Collector. I believe my Instagram is Not Another Game Collector as well. Um, I stream on Wednesdays and Thursdays, typically, starting at 6 p.m. now. So, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, we highly re- recommend checking them out. Thanks for stopping by. It's always great to have other collectors and YouTubers in the community. Oh, yeah. So I, I can't wait for more stuff to hang out. And it's been awesome getting to meet you guys, like I said, when I didn't know there was other YouTubers in the first yeah. place. So. It's a small world. Yeah. <laughs> so now I go and stand by the door and I fiddle 
I make little rattly noises with the handle and the key. Fiddle, riddle, diddle, diddle, fiddle, riddle, diddle, diddle, fiddle, riddle, diddle, diddle, fiddle, riddle, diddle, diddle, fiddle, diddle, riddle, diddle, fiddle, riddle, diddle, diddle, fiddle, riddle, diddle, diddle, fiddle, riddle, diddle, diddle, fiddle, riddle, diddle, diddle, fiddle, diddle. Okay, on to the fail bag, where we answer 20-year-old questions from old gaming magazines as if they were addressed to us. Because they are. Yeah. For example, Conrad from Switzerland. That does not sound Swiss, I'm just saying. Well? And I don't think it's Conrad, it's probably Comrad. Oh, maybe he's from Russia, not Switzerland. Well, his last name is Zimmerman. What is the Swiss version of that? I don't know. He's got an English mom. <laughs> uh, you'll find out that he is very much from Europe. Uh, he says, I write from Switzerland in Europe, and if I am right from so far, it's for tell you two important things. First, your magazine is very, very better than what I can find in Switzerland. Poor French magazine. Yours is so professional. You do not to lose one's temper for a yes or a no. <laughs> you love the real this game. Is great. You love Nintendo. And you do not turn inside your jacket all month. Brief. You are professionals. <laughs> to what magazine is this written to? <laughs> this is to a uh, game fan, I think. Jeez, how bad are the magazines over there? The game fan is getting <laughs> you. Game fan is so professional. Like how low is the bar in Europe? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like how you when you read this letter, like you enunciate more, which makes you sound Swiss. Well, yeah, exactly. You, yeah. I have to because I have to actually like sound out how he's reading because it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I gotta uh, say, like that's one of my favorite things about like YouTube comments too from people from like Europe, like. Not that like I'm making fun of their English ability, but like the broken, it's great. Yeah. He said, the second thing is very important. Ooh. You must know that in Europe, all the real video game passionates like me play on NTSC systems. So we play with full screen, initial speed, and all the games who are made. It's unthinkable to play with European systems whose quality is so reduced. Brief. The real passionates play like you with full quality. They too read quality magazines like yours and not babies magazines. This guy sucks up big yeah. time. Isn't that like incredibly costly? You import all your shit, your television, and you like a step down converter or step up or whatever it would be. Step down. <clears throat> and then you import all your systems, all your games just to play in like. For another 10 frames a second. <laughs> right. Like, just go with the PAL version, man. Yeah, we're not real video game players. I we guess. are not real video gamers. We should bow down to the games fans. Very great level of goodness <laughs> for they are the reals gamers. <laughs> You're speaking his language. I know I'm trying. <laughs> I'm rushing up my Swiss. We sorry for any Swiss listeners. We have. <laughs> Fun fact, the Swiss also keep their Swiss rolls in the freezer, <laughs> as, as the cast of Weekend Rental does. Pro tip, real gamers, real gamers. You want to eat like the pros? Professional snackers. Little Debbie's in the freezer. 
Huh. Interesting. Of all the magazines to make it overseas, they yeah, received I'll fan mail. I'm, I'm, I feel yeah, a little bad for this really guy. Weird. The game fan was the one. Yeah, I'm so surprised that that was a thing. Yeah. Good for and him, like, though. And then read it in English, too, you know? Right. Yeah, that's but. true. Okay, this guy from West Palm Beach, Florida says, you suck. All you do is whine and cry about your precious box art and say how much better the Japanese market is. Well, if you like Japan so much, get on a boat and set sail, son. <laughs> <laughs> so, Or stop complaining and do something to make our market more like theirs, if indeed it is better. You print letters from people who give you dollars for waffle chips. What a loser. I'll buy you a bag of waffle chips, and I'll tell you where to stick each and every one of them. You hide in, <laughs> you hide in some goofball cave all the time, casting your dispersions out on the American scene. If you would drag your carcass out once in a while, you'd realize that when you insult the scene, you insult the people in it. You act like if you get a nice picture on the box, you'd be happy paying $70 for Pong. That's nothing but a male cow with a substance that rhymes with spit. That's it. Wow. That's ending around. Just write it. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I know you don't have the guts to print the, a letter like this. You're nothing but an overpaid piece of trash. And that's the bottom line. See you in hell. <laughs> also a game fan? Yep. Guessing this guy doesn't live in Switzerland. He's not a fan. <laughs> no. They don't act like this in Switzerland. <laughs> what nice. the hell are waffle chips or whatever? <laughs> I'm confused. I, yeah, I don't know what the deal is there. Also, he's not, they're not wrong. Most Japanese box art is like so much better than what we mm -hmm. got, at least during the 90s and 80s. Oh, yeah. Especially when you compare like our system of choice, Cisco around Turbo Graphics versus PC Engine. Like, Turbo Graphics got like the most like asinine watercolored garbage. <laughs> and every PC Engine variant had like way better art and usually better names. Like just saying. Shojin, uh, whatever that one was. Oh. That's right. <laughs> That's nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, th I think that guy's coming across a little aggressive. Like he took it a little bit personally. Right. I'm still not clear on what he's angry about. <laughs> Well, I think the bottom line is we have to pack up and move to Japan, guys. Uh, it's for the good box we artists. like Japan art right. more. Let's, uh, you know, our wives and kids will do just fine here. We'll just, uh, just go. I'd go to Japan. I'd have some fun out there. Mm -hmm. Maybe get a deluxe bath for 75 cents. Yeah, Whoa. and I think genitals and like penises are very small over there, so I might actually be well endowed in Japan, so... I'd like you're to know big, what that feels like. You're big in Japan. <laughs> or better yet, she'd like to know what that feels like. That's right. I'm big in Japan, yes. <laughs> yeah, that whole I mean that whole culture is pretty weird when you think about like the hostess bars and stuff. It's yeah. like, oh my gosh. And I could be wrong, but like isn't like maybe it's China I don't know, but like I swear I was watching something where they were talking about like it's either China or Japan where 
you're married and as long as you only love your wife, like that's culturally acceptable. Like you can diddle whoever you want. Like you can have like, <laughs> you can have like as many girlfriends as you want, as long as you don't love them. Like if you're only screwing them, that's so like, that blows my mind. Huh. It also sounds exhausting. Just saying. Probably you ruined checks. It. Checks mix for me. Cause I think we call it diddle. You call it. I don't know, but now I'm not going to. I have a completely different thought in my head for the term dill. Uh, And now you've ruined Chex Mix for me, you son of a bitch. (laughs) Every time I see Chex Mix now, I'm just going to hear, Scoon! Haven't you heard of Fiddle Diddle? Fiddle Faddle, not Diddle. (laughs) You think if they called it Fiddle Diddle, people would buy it? <laughs> the binding substance oh. would be completely different than the caramel used in Fiddle Faddle. It would not be a good product. Or OSHA approved. Yeah, this isn't my best moment, guys. <laughs> this isn't good for anybody. Uh, fiddle diddle? Don't. Don't. <laughs> Making it worse. <laughs> get that in a get that in a vending oh my God. A, a vending machine 50 cents for fiddle diddle oh you can get that on a street corner in downtown Minneapolis Oof. what about the hey little diddle thing though <laughs> like what is the little diddle yeah what is the diddle <laughs> this is going horribly out of control not for this podcast, but oh, it's in the Urban Dictionary. Diddle. Oh, Let's hear it. I'm, I'm sure it's checks. Diddle means the, <laughs> it's yeah. It is not checks. <laughs> I think Ryan's a little bit closer on that one. Uh, but in the non-Urban Dictionary, it just means to cheat or swindle. Either someone, way, not so. not great. No matter how. Not fiddle diddle. To be honest, I felt that way with Chex Mix, though, that I was cheated. <laughs> You're always cheated. <laughs> That's like the Chex Mix made not from Chex Mix, though. The fiddle diddle. Yeah. That's like the when you make it with that other shit that's not Chex Mix. What's that called? <laughs> like the puppy chow or whatever. One. Or, no. uh, yeah, but what, oh. what is that cereal? Like yeah. The bastard child of Chex Mix. Why have I been struggling with this? I, oh. I kind of know what you're talking about. But. Google to the rescue. Let's see. Because <laughs> it bothers me when people make Chex Mix from that. Cause, like, that is not Chex Mix. Just Google diddle ripoff. <laughs> and I'd get severed penis videos from all over the internet. <laughs> Crispex. Crispex is the bastard Chex Mix. Oh, sure. Mix. Yes. 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 Not acceptable to make real Chex Mix with people. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> There's something on YouTube called the Fiddle Diddle Remix. Yeah, it's, it's porn, let me tell you. <laughs> All right, let's get off this thing before. Oh, wow. <laughs> he sounds like he's that from needs Switzerland. needs to be in the background. Yeah, he looks like he's from Switzerland. <laughs> singing the Fiddle Diddle. Maybe that'll be our startup when we move to Japan. We'll manufacture fiddle diddle and sell it directly to like 7-Elevens in Japan. 
Uh, we went down the rabbit hole. I- Made only with the finest bovine semen. That might be tough in Japan to get that, though. I doubt it. Don't they eat, like, everything over there? They'll have cute packaging and everything. I watched a video where a guy ate, like, this soup delicacy that's made out of uh, bird saliva. So I'm pretty sure we can get cow jizz. Just saying. Wow. Okay. So who's milking these birds? <laughs> I didn't ask. I didn't want to know. I was just... I like, watched Who's it. the guy that's, like... <sighs> Choking them until I can't. I don't know. I don't. Gosh, I, mean, I don't know these things. We gotta go. We gotta get to Japan and get answers. I'm probably good. <laughs> I'll get those answers. I'm a scared, introverted Midwest white boy. I'm 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 fine right here. Whatever I can't see past the edge of the cornfield is good. It can stay there. I'm just saying. I've played the Yakuza. I can do it. <laughs> Andy gets himself killed within one day. <laughs> this is not like the game at all. Yeah. You're supposed to leave your troubles behind and be able to go play like Super Hang On or something. This is 10 minutes down the rabbit hole that like nobody's nobody's getting their way. We just like. Wasted everyone's time with this, but I love it. This one is uh, in Duo, Duo World, which was a Turbo Graphics <laughs> magazine oh. for the U.S., which oh. is kind of crazy. So it sold five copies. Uh, three. It lasted mm. three uh, three copies, and then it stopped. <laughs> so we're in the third, the very last one. Uh, he says... It says, Dear Duo World, it's great to have you back. Us TG16 and Duo owners really need a magazine like yours. <laughs> Keep in mind, this is the last one. <laughs> hmm. I have a few questions to ask. Can my TurboGrafx-16 play computer CDs without having to have a computer? Yep. <laughs> also, I own a Turbo Express. And have been unable to find the following accessories. Rechargeable battery pack and turbo link communication cable. Is there any source on where I can purchase this hardware? eBay. 20. Amazon. Yeah, Amazon. Maybe. My favorite part is they answered the second question. (laughs) They just didn't even. What did they say? They said, once again, the TTI customer service line will be your source for any kind of duo product. They didn't even like address this dumb question that you can play computer games on here. Turbo graphics. That's so bad. It's sad that like once the duo launched in North America, it was like already over. It was dead, yeah. Such a great console. Like and it's just so sleek looking too. Like for everything that was out at that time. Yeah. But it's a bummer. But like two pages later. Mm-hmm. They have a big uh, section on this page that says new hardware. The intelligent link has been released. Turbo Technologies announced the release of intelligent link, an adapter that will convert your duo to a CD-ROM drive for your personal computer. Huh. Yeah. Retailing for $130. The link plugs into, into the turbo chip slot of the duo and in, into either a Macintosh 
or parallel port of a PC. That is actually kind of badass. It's pretty cool. And pretty cost effective, I'd imagine. Well, I mean, minus the cost of your duo or CD, but yeah. Uh, I tried to do some research on this and I don't think it actually came out. Really? Yeah, I can't find anything that says this is an actual thing. Or that it actually came out. Which is funny because they're saying that it did. Yeah, it probably did not outside of here, maybe. I don't know if you guys like watch Pithead 1000 all on YouTube. He's like one of my favorite youtubers but like this time of year he can't get pickups because he lives in new york state um so there's no garage sales but he's been he's a huge pc engine turbo graphics guy i suppose he grew up like around you know major cities so it was there so like he talks about like how everyone in his neighborhood had a turbo graphics where here it's like what the fuck (laughs) is that but he was talking about how there's like this one kid on his block when he was growing up was a couple years older than him that had like the cd attachment He's like, yeah, and the big selling point back then was like, you could pop the CD player off of your turbo and like, it could be a CD player. He's like, I knew this kid and like, he just like, he would throw it in his bike and he'd like ride up and down the street, like listening to CDs on, you know, r- up and down the street with this $400 like game accessory add on. He's just like the <laughs> balls of that guy, like one, one drop that's ruined. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, I'd never even heard of it or seen it, and this guy's, like, balling up and down the street listening to his, uh, I'm sure, zero anti-skip protection CD player. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sounded wonderful, I'm sure. I think we grew up in the wrong geographic area. For a lot of reasons. Yeah. Even, like, uh, my game room tour, somebody got in, like, a comment war, and then Rob chimed in, Retro Rob. It was off of Retro Rob's comment, and, like, we were talking about TurboGrafx, so how much we loved it. Then like the guy's like, I never saw it anywhere. Like it must have been so overexpensive. And then Rob's like, No, like they were all over here. I'm like, it's weird because like Chicago, Chicago, you know, Chicago adjacent Wisconsin area is not all that far from where we grew up, but like clearly yeah. it didn't penetrate past, you know, Chicago ish. I mean, I'm sure Minneapolis and stuff there, but I can you get it just didn't exist. It didn't exist in stores. I would have remembered. No. I actually don't remember ever talking to anybody with the Turbo Graphics. Yeah. Every everybody was NES. Everybody. Yeah. I I don't think, and that was in the Chicago area. So. Uh, yeah, and it's weird because like I remember, like it wasn't common, but there was a kid who had a 3DO. There was like I saw Jaguars in stores. I saw 3DOs in stores. I never, like the Turbo Graphics did not register in this part of the country. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I had no chance because I grew up in an area that didn't even have like a Best Buy or a media player and, you know, any of those places either. So it was right like Walmart. That's about it. We had a coast to coast hardware and a Ben Franklin. So, you know, all the good oh, shit go. came yeah. to my town. Did they sell games in Ben Franklin? You could uh, coast to coast hardware. You could order them out of the magazine, but you could oh, also sure. do that from the really? JCPenney catalog store. Oh, we so can't go into that again. Oh, yeah. Which, speaking of that, one of us would have remembered seeing a Turbo Graphics in a JCPenney catalog store, like deal. Like I don't, remember, I don't remember seeing that. No, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I probably just looked over it or just moved on to the looking for Nintendo stuff. Somebody, if anybody's listening to this, still 
this train wreck of an episode. If anyone can provide us a legitimate print of a JC Penny catalog featuring way ahead of you. Uh, yeah, featuring a Turbo Graphics hardware or games, we will direct mail you a game or gift of some sort. Just email weekend rental podcast gmail.com. Please provide the like the intimate section of the catalog as well. Right. Like he's saying also include a couple bra pics from the women's clothing. And section. send some fiddle diddle. Fiddle diddle. <laughs> or hit us up at Weekend Rental PC with the fiddle diddle and the bra pics and the triple graphics from JC Penn catalog. I'm reading all about fiddle diddle. They're cookies. They're not cookies, Nate. <laughs> well, they are when you Google them. They're the icing on your cookies. I'll give you that. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> any 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 luck there on Google, Andy? Does it dig us further into this ridiculous? Yeah, I can't find anything as far as that. All right. Open what? challenge to all listeners. Yeah. JCPenney catalog. Find us a page. We will uh, reward you handsomely with whatever we... Ryan will give you his turbo graphics. Nate 16. will show up and personally fiddle diddle you at your doorstep. <laughs> fiddle diddle recipe. <laughs> <laughs> it's my fiddle diddle recipe. Oh my gosh. This rabbit. All hole. right. Should we end this? Yeah, you can find us in the JCPenney yes, catalog. <laughs> <laughs> Circa 1989. Uh, this is great. This was fun, guys. <laughs> yep. <laughs> You're the one that takes us out. <laughs> I am the one that takes us out. Just wanted to sit and bask in the awkward, awkward silence, silence yeah. for a moment. Right. That's yeah. what we were missing. <laughs> I bet our parents wish they had shopped from the JC Penny catalog under contraceptives <laughs> in about 1980. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, guys. Well, make sure you check us out on Twitter as well as YouTube. Um, and you can find all things weekend rental at weekendpodcast.com. And as always, be kind, rewind. Fiddle diddle. <laughs> the cow jumped over the moon. Bananas. Did you say bananas? <laughs> <laughs> there is an L in there too, bananas. Oh, God. <sighs> I've cut my recording. We're done.